May 25th, 2019. Inside of the MGM Grand Garden Center Arena. In front of 20,000 eyewitnesses. Eyewitnesses. Nice. The delivery of a fatal blow to a giant. And the beginning of a revolution. A new leader emerges. (laughs) He... (laughs) Here, you have two more. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) (laughs) So just make it brilliant. (laughs) Oh, man. God damn it. I really should have given this some thought. (laughs) A new leader emerges. There's always next week. (laughs) Like a phoenix rising from the ashes. No, it's not a dream. It's a reality. Oh, my God. (laughs) Man, that got off to a great start. Yeah! (laughs) It's the Mid-Card Mechanics, Baltimore's favorite wrestling podcast. Yep. (laughs) Probably. Much more so than the Rough House podcast. Ooh. I love that we're picking a fight with two really nice guys who have another podcast. Uh, I don't know that they're nice. Oh! They don't ever reply to our tweets. Oh. And they don't follow us. How nice are they? (laughs) I I like like their dumb tweets. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. The the kings of fantasy booking. Just like Monday Night Raw, we're uh, opening with a promo tonight. They're the the Ja Rule of (laughs) wrestling fantasy booking. (laughs) Holy shit. Oh, well, I've been wanting to say this is episode of 40. Holy shit. Yeah. Episode of 40. Do you know what that means? No. What does it mean? Episode of 40. We've done this 39 times. This is the 40th time. (laughs) That's crazy. We've stuck to it. (laughs) Against all odds. Through it all, you know what it tells me? We really do like wrestling. And we really like to listen to each other. That's true. (laughs) I just love sitting in a room with you and agreeing. (laughs) We could do this podcast until the day we die. (laughs) And it'll sound pretty much exactly the same when we're in our 80s. Yeah. Welcome to the Midgarden Mechanics. I'm Gavin. I'm, I'm Mark. <laughs> I don't know ever if I want to be smart or Mark until in the moment. I'm somewhere. I'm a tweener tonight. That's the way to do it. You have to really judge every situation as you get into it and, and, and assess yourself. Yeah. Do you want to be a Mark or a smart? Yeah. I guess I would be a terrible wrestler because I wouldn't be able to commit to anything. <laughs> Just be like, nah, not really feeling that tonight, bro. <laughs> 
like the opposite of John Moxley. <laughs> we'll get to that. This has been a crazy two weeks. So it's been two weeks since we've uh, had an episode. Uh, just, you know, what a whirlwind. Our, our lives were torn, uh, torn to pieces by uh, John Moxley's bombshell podcast over in the Jericho's thing. So this, it, it, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell, like, you're already losing interest in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> this illegal mezcal, followed by a sip of this uh, Peabody Heights Cinco de Mayo IPA. Oh, man, that's good. Yeah? Yep. Oh. <laughs> I might need breaking, to take a lift home. Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Say <laughs> it has been. It's been a long time since we recorded, and uh, so much has happened. So shall we? Sh- I think we need to go and uh, we need to begin with the revolution. The re- hold on. See, I was in my mind. I was stuck because I wanted to somehow tie in the. Um, the Boston Massacre in 1770 uh, outside the uh, Massachusetts State House. Yeah. And how that started, you know, how there were so many witnesses to the, to the, to the, and this is where I got lost because I didn't know how to draw the comparison to uh, the Revolutionary War and. <laughs> <laughs> A-dump. Oh, oh, of course. <laughs> but also in the Boston Massacre, it was... <laughs> it no, was no, go um, on. Go on. Continue. It was crisp. Uh, you know, it was, it were, there were Americans that died in the Boston Massacre, whereas here... They're fighting it for been the British that independence died. from the WWE. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> General Rhodes. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, uh, double or nothing was fantastic. It was so good. good God, It was awesome. So you're right. The last episode was on double or nothing Eve. Uh, it was, and it was a lot harder to wait. So we didn't watch it until Monday till, uh, till my family left. Baltimore, right? It was the three day weekend, and um, oh, I put on an episode of the Rough House podcast, and they're like, "All right, that's it, we're leaving." <laughs> Damn, you're, like, you're going all into starting a feud. I love it. Yeah, I didn't even get your consent to this. this. Is great. No. <laughs> I mean, you're friends I'm, with one of them. I'm on the journey. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to make anyone. All right, we'll we'll kill them. All right. Um, I mean, not literally. Jesus, hold the on. Proper me, term is Barry. Barry. Sorry, we go over in this program. I forgot we don't in the WWE use the term kill. <laughs> oh, they totally should though. They don't. No, they don't. You can't use things like of actual violence. It's the PG era. No one says, I'm going to slit your throat. Oh, well, yeah. Get that 24-7 title. I'm going to smash your head in with a dumbbell and then kill myself. <laughs> I'm going to destroy you. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like you they get you can use like super villain uh, comic book from the sixties level of uh, violent language. I'll gonna, destroy you. I'm gonna put you on a zip line. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I feel bad about that one. <laughs> 20 years since Owen Hart. <laughs> oh, worst tribute ever. Yeah. Um, AEW, Double or Nothing, was 20,000 people in attendance. <laughs> round up. So that's, uh, that's one thing I wanted to talk about, about uh, Double or Nothing. Yeah, everybody's talked about it today. If you want to listen to Yeah, if you want to listen to the recap, you can listen to the, the Rough House podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What did they ever do to you? <laughs> they stopped replying to my tweets. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm full on. All right, I'm on board with the total heel style petty <laughs> vendetta. This is very uh, It's very Jericho. Jericho. Yeah. <laughs> I'm inspired. <laughs> so um, I noticed uh, several digs at the WWE during Oh yeah, Double or Nothing. And one of them was when uh, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Cody, and Brandy Rhodes came out before the show started to speak to the audience mm-hmm. <clears throat> and announced that uh, one of the Young Bucks announced that the attendance was 20,000. And Cody was like, dude, no. This this arena seats like at most fifteen. No, they said it was a look. It was like eleven thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like, "There's like thirteen thousand people in here, dude." (laughs) Yeah, and then he was like, "No, no, this is this is wrestling. You round up." (laughs) So then they're like, "New attendance record: twenty thousand people." (laughs) When it was so clearly not. That was a yeah, a great dig at the WWE. I feel like WrestleMania thirty in New Orleans. I swear to God, they said the attendance was over 7 million people in the <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> now, at one point, they were like, the number... Could be. They, at one point, they were like, it's... An uh, attendance record that shatters all of space and time as we know it. The number kept changing, and it just kept getting bigger and bigger. And it was like, no, stop. <laughs> We know how many people can fit in the Superdome. We watch Saints games. Like we know. Yeah. There's <laughs> You're not fooling anybody. The um and of course, uh Cody taking uh the sledgehammer oh my out from God. under the apron and and smashing that Triple H style Triple H throne. Can you can you walk us through? Can you describe <sighs> what happened? God, I just I just remember that moment where it's um what had happened before it. So Cody uh was it was the dream versus nightmare, Cody Rose versus Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. And um Cody came out well first out came a throne, a stone throne. With that iron cross like, and yeah, skulls, skulls and goofy shit. Yeah, triple H stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> triple H shit. It was a triple H throne for sure. Oh yeah. And then out came Cody Rose dressed more dignified in a like a, a monarch. Uh he was dressed like a monarch, like a nice robe. Yeah. And <laughs> he was, you know, well kempt. <laughs> Looking down at that pile of Triple H trash. <laughs> Not spitting water everywhere. <laughs> right. Then he stares at the Not on a Harley. He stares <laughs> yeah. Surrounded by zero Terminators. Sur- surrounded by his his beautiful wife. Um 
who I don't know. <laughs> seems much classier than Stephanie, but I can't really explain. I can't really think of like a funny way to say that without just sounding really mean. But anyways, I mean, she has a McMahon. So at the end of the day, it's like, <laughs> do I feel bad for Ivanka Trump? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> so gotcha. So Brandy and Cody uh, stare at the, uh, the, the Triple H throne and Cody just kind of smirks. And walks towards the ring. Yeah. And at that point, Dundalk Diane was like, he's eschewing it. He's eschewing the throne. The throne. She she was like and like um that uh Triple H's throne or yeah. the, or or the WWE? Well kind of both. Who knows yet? We'll find only time will tell, but certainly um and we'll we'll get to that because I there's an answer to that question, but we have a lot to talk about first. Yes. So then uh, Cody walks to the ring with his uh, dignified wife, uh, in his dignified robe, <laughs> his dignified robe, and uh, starts digging for stuff under the ring in a dignified manner. Doesn't find the twenty four seven championship down there. <laughs> no. Doesn't find Hornswoggle. No. <laughs> Finds a sledgehammer. Our truth isn't hiding behind a table. <laughs> yeah. Then he looks at the sledgehammer, looks at the throne, yeah, oh. and just walks right for it in a straight line. And at this point, it you was a very... and I are losing our fucking minds. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> and the dog is freaking out. All right. Because he went from dead sleep <laughs> to be like, oh, stop it, guys. Grow up. It's professional wrestling. <laughs> and Cody marches right to that fucking throne. Your dog hasn't been watching as long as we have. <laughs> <laughs> and takes one giant swing at it and boom it blows up. Yes. <laughs> it was that fucking was awesome. <laughs> that, that was such a middle finger to the attitude era. That was definitely just a that was the shot fired. That was Atticus Finch going down. You think it's a work? <laughs> Is he starting to starting a program with Triple H? What somebody one of those dummy um <laughs> wrestling podcasters that this is far more popular than we are. Yeah. Definitely also far more popular than the rough house podcast. Yeah. I mean, they probably have like 18 listeners. <laughs> no one can have that many listeners. <laughs> Mark. That's just not possible. <laughs> Meanwhile, if it was, I'd be very concerned. <laughs> I, I don't know. We're just podcasting to, uh, people that show up in armories and gymnasiums. Yeah. Sorry you're thumbing your nose at sorry you're shooing us rough house podcast. <laughs> sorry we don't have enough followers Ooh. for you to respond to our tweets. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like any tweets from someone with less followers than me. <laughs> it's fewer followers. Definitely not. I'm gonna mute you. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> uh, sledgehammers. Yeah. Shooing. Yeah. <laughs> No, that was great, but there were, uh, like, it was interesting how many little references to the WWE there were. Oh, and then another one I noticed during that match was, uh, so Cody and Dustin just put on oh. a little too much blood <laughs> for me. Yeah, I don't think. It was think, so I mean, Dustin, gory. Yeah, Dustin. It was so gory and grotesque. 
But uh, man, did they but tell I a fucking story! I don't know why I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> well, once I once I knew he was okay, I felt much better about man, it. That head bleeds. Holy shit! You can get a lot of blood out of the head. That was crazy, man. That was so disgusting. Like a little deep. Here, I'll show you. <laughs> but that was uh, so. Are oh, you never bladed? Here. I'll show you. <laughs> the um, before the blading and all the blood though. When it was just like getting started in yeah. the early match, Cody did a cartwheel and did the stardust and then oh, flicked yeah. them off. <laughs> that was not a fuck you to Dustin. That was a fuck you to Vince. Yeah. That was so great. Oh, and we also got an I answer. I need to watch it again. I really want to watch it a second time. I'm surprised you haven't. <laughs> um, a, a few weeks ago, you asked, we were talking about. Um, at being able to ask Cody Rhodes questions, and I was I couldn't believe that one of the questions that you said you wanted to ask him, you would you would like waste a, a question with Cody Rhodes on that. And we went on this like whole thing, and then we started like joking around about like just dumb questions to ask Cody. Yeah, and one of them was uh, one of us was I think it was you we were like, oh, so you do you put your own paint on? So we found out and talk as Jericho that Cody Rhodes would paint up. He would do his oh, own yeah. paint. Because uh, Dean was talking about, or John Moxley was talking about, when Cody was on the stupid Stardust gimmick, but he would be backstage just like watching, watching videos while he was painting up. Is what he said. Yeah, you know, like Starcade, Starcade '89, and then like uh, Dean, Dean, or God, I, that's gonna take a while. John Moxley said like a couple yeah. like classic pay per views, and then Jericho threw in his own just for like, just to I think sort of be like, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm into the deep cuts too <laughs> I, I noticed that too like, no nah, i'm cool like you man but i was wondering when i when i listened to it yeah i was thinking like are now they're speaking like wrestlers wrestler language they're like speaking in like a, a a different language right now they're like just signaling to each other the type of wrestling that that they admire yeah oh yeah <laughs> Maybe I'm reading into it too much. <laughs> it's a code. So double or nothing. Um, another dig I noticed um, was at the very beginning when Cody got out of the out of his car uh, and he was in his uh, his skinny trim trim fit suit and his dog. What's his dog's name? Pharaoh. Yeah, Pharaoh. Pharaoh got out of the car first, and well, then Brandy. A good boy. <laughs> then Brandy, and then Cody. And then somebody handed Cody a cup of coffee, and he had FTR written on the coffee yes. cup. Yes. Which obviously stands for Free the Revival. Of course it does. <laughs> Who in mid-2020 will uh, finally be up. Jesus, their contracts will finally long? be up. Yeah. Plenty of time to bury them. Well, we did, and we'll get to this in a second, but we did get to see them in the opening segment of Raw, and they weren't humiliated. Well, or were they? Um, no, they're in a program with Shane right that's now. Right, so I forgot. Yeah, that's like the epitome of humiliation. Oh, they're just punishing him <laughs> in every possible way. Anyway, so we'll get to that. But yeah, and uh, of course, Bret Hart. Yes, unveiling the. I know. I think. I think. I um, and I'll stop talking eventually. Because <laughs> I've been talking. I'm very talkative, but I. I might be. <laughs> I might I'm I might be overreading something here. Are you uh the you were talking about a tweet? Yeah, so 
uh, Double or Nothing happened May 25th. Right. On May 23rd, Bret Hart tweeted something, and I got a notification from Twitter because I don't know how to turn those fucking things off. And <laughs> it said Bret Hart tweeted for the first time in a long time. Mm. Or whatever notification is that yeah. pops up when that happens. So I was like, oh. I mean, that's the kind of alert I want from my phone. I really, <laughs> most alerts I don't want. When Bret Hart has tweeted for the first time in a long time, I want to know that. Yeah. So I my went to My priorities are different than other people's. <laughs> and it was a picture of Brett holding holding a picture of Owen, Jim, Jim Neidhart, um, Davy Boy Smith, and then Brett was the fourth one in there. And he tweeted, um, <clears throat> I thought of you with love today, but nothing is new. I thought of you yesterday and days before that too. I think of you in silence as often as I speak your name. And then two days later He's and these the three people in that photograph with him are all dead. Yeah. And all died very young ages obviously with Owen um you know being the most tragic of 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 the three. And the least tragic one is still tragic. <laughs> like Jim the Anvil oh, heart yeah. like addicted to drugs and you know all that. Oof. Anyway, so then 2 days later after tweeting for the first time in a while and tweeting that uh, picture and that poem with it. Um, he then comes out during Double or Nothing to unveil the Double or Nothing champ or um, AEW championship championship belt, and then MJF came out and just fucking stole the show. MJF is so oh, good. Yes, yes. But do you think I'm reading into it too much? It could be connected. I mean, he was already heading up to Starcast and to be part of the whole weekend at that point. Yeah. And everybody were doing a lot. Of, and it was the 20th anniversary of Owen Hart's death. Which apparently Undertaker and Kurt Angle were also supposed to be part of Starcast, uh, Star, Starcast or whatever. Starcade. Starcast. Starcast. And um, WWE got them pulled from it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> it sounds just petty enough. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, what's the worst Lawler's going to do? Talk about tits? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let him go make an ass of Oh, the himself. origin of puppies? Good. Yeah. Great. Finally. <laughs> Finally, in 2019, someone is asking <laughs> Jerry the King Lawler, hey, where'd puppies come from? That person. <laughs> yeah, so Double or Nothing was fucking awesome, man. And the wrestling was great, too. But you're right. You were talking about MJF. He is incredible. Oh, man, dude, he was awesome. So good. When Brett was in the ring and he comes out and he's like, oh, Brett, watch out. Somebody's rushing the ring. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just he has he has that comedic timing. He has that confidence on the mic. There was an MJF reference in SmackDown that happened during SmackDown. It must two have nights later, three nights later happened. On, oh, was there? Mm -hmm. I missed it. We'll get to that okay. eventually. Uh, and of course, uh, now we have Fight for the Fallen c coming up next month in July. Yeah. Where we will have Cody and Dustin teaming up <sighs> against the Young Bucks. Oh, man, that's going to be great. It's going to be so good. That match, that everything about it, the, the story going into it, everything that those two can do in the ring. Is it going to, are we going to have Ambrose or, uh, God damn it, Moxley versus <laughs> uh, Omega? Oh, we have to. At Fight for the Fallen. Uh, is that when it's happening? Is that so? John Moxley is going to be at Fighter Fest against somebody else. Who, yeah. Whose name escapes me right now. I forget who he, who's got. Yeah. The guy who uh, wrestled 
who uh, wrestled Hangman Page at All In. Oh, right. Wait. That's who he's fighting at. Fighter okay, Coast. yeah. <clears throat> I mean, if only we had a computer in I know. front of us. <laughs> He'd be bothered to have the card. for. There's too much stuff to look back on. Next week, we'll look forward. But yeah, so that that's John Moxley uh, closed out Double or Nothing. Yeah. Former, formerly known as Dean Ambrose, WWE superstar, member of the Shield, constantly on WWE, yes. constantly on Raw, constantly on SmackDown, several runs as Intercontinental Champion, runs as Tag Team Champion, US Champ. I think the longest run as a US Champion. Yeah. WWE Champion, champion far right. too few of times, but. Uh, still, I think he held just about. He might be. Uh, he he might have held every belt that they have. Yeah, at some point, I close to it. I mean, the Shield had a lot of fucking gold at all times. Basically, they did. Yeah, and now I mean, he's. Yeah, if you think about it, he was a major staple at the WWE for the like, really one of the biggest stars of the past ten years. Yeah, and now he's with AEW. Yes, and it was amazing. And right so, when he yeah, but that got spoiled. You got uh that spoiled for you before you saw fucking twitter oh and the notifications i don't think we can wait anymore (laughs) so for those of you yeah i'm just telling family recap we had to uh we waited until monday on memorial day to watch it because family was in town for one of us (laughs) and when it was on i had to distract myself and i had to turn off all of my notifications on my phone yeah i'm just gonna have 48 hours not knowing what's going on in the world. I really didn't realize until those two days how much time I spent on my phone <laughs> reading wrestling yes, stuff. <laughs> me neither. It's, it's really startling. Because I was just like, wait, I don't have anything else to do on the phone? <laughs> I'm usually on this for like 20 I more had minutes. A, a disturbing amount of free time. Like, well, I guess I'll mow the lawn. I do things. So clean my eight bongs. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah and um god everything about that show was fantastic it was great and then so john moxley uh comes into the ring to attack jericho yeah jericho's out there talking about how like eight, eight, this is all because of him and yeah. he owes it all to him and then, yeah and then john moxley comes out Attacks Jericho, attacks the ref. Oh, man, yeah. And then attacks a defeated Kenny Omega who just lost in a brutal match to Jericho. Oh, right. But Omega doesn't, he doesn't just give up without a fight. He fights back. Oh, yeah. Through the crowd on top of the stack of poker chips in the back. (laughs) Kenny Omega and John Moxley on a stack of giant, comically oversized. And th- threw a table from the top of the. It was stack. so great, and that's how the show closed. So great to be a fault. Yeah, you. So, yeah. So Cody and Dustin has got to be a contender now for a match of the year. Is it on the list? It's it's on the list. Okay, good. So I'm not pretty sure the Young Bucks versus the um, um, Lucha Brothers. Yeah, the Lucha Brothers. <gasps> that's that should be on the list too. That was. I think that's on the list too. Um. You can you can add things to the list. You have I know. I, I th- yeah. I think I did. You have the we have the technology. <laughs> Which, by the way, we need to. We have ten matches on that list. We need to bracket eight of them oh, off. 
I know. And start doing our match of the year. But then how do you organize them? We're in June. By brackets. All right, we have a lot to discuss offline. Well, that's that's one we can do like we can we can spend 45 minutes talking about that one in the next episode. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> we don't have to do this in advance. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you're thinking. I like so, where your head's at. Uh, two or three days after Double or Nothing, though, we get Talk is Jericho oh, with John Moxley. Well, do you want to talk about, right before we do that, just briefly, uh, the Raw, there was a Raw and SmackDown I, immediately after. I kind of want to finish with that. Oh, because they, then we also have the Raw and SmackDown from this week. Yeah, I know. Okay. We'll do it all. Just follow my follow my lead on this. Got it. All right. We'll see. Sorry to be so bossy. No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> You've you broke out the map earlier. Chartered a course. We haven't done this in a couple weeks. I've been so and excited. And I'm just pointing at things <laughs> randomly. So I'll follow your plan. So uh, that uh, double or nothing is followed up by uh, be, because the main roster is dead. That. <laughs> spoiler alert spoiler alert that's where that was going to go <laughs> the main roster is dead <laughs> so we already, we already did that. <laughs> so then talk as jericho happens with oh, john wait. moxley here's 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 what's going on with that That sums it all up. <laughs> so, um, do real quick. So, <clears throat> yesterday, Kat and I met with um, somebody named Jarrett. And <laughs> Jarrett? <laughs> yeah. And on the, the car ride, I mean, J A double R E double T. So, Kat. So, oh, okay. It was downtown. We were running late because fucking driving downtown in this city is just a nightmare. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter. It can, no. Sometimes it can take – it can literally take five minutes to get there from our house or it can take 45 minutes. Right. It's yeah. fucking crazy. Right. Like I can get to your place in like eight minutes or 45. <laughs> <laughs> so this wasn't quite a 45-minute one, but it definitely wasn't an eight-minute oh. one either. And so um, – I like I let cat out. It's always then, 45 when it's a chatty lift driver. <laughs> I let cat out and um I was I was like just just go up there and start without me. I'll I'll catch up. I want to park cuz this might take another fucking 30 minutes to find a parking spot. Oh yeah. So um then this building it was one of the one of those types of buildings where you had to give the name of the person you were visiting so the oh, prison. they would let you up. <laughs> <laughs> So they would let you up the elevator. It was like, you know, one of those, it was like a downtown high rise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. Oh, fancy, a doorman. (laughs) The guy's name is Jarrett. And on the car ride there, Kat's like, how do you spell it? (laughs) (laughs) So. Oh, it's the moment you've been waiting for. (laughs) And I start laughing in the car and I do the thing. But then um, I'm running late for this fucking meeting, and there's yeah. a security guard who's asking for the name of the person who I'm supposed to meet. And I so badly wanted to be like, that's J.A. Because <laughs> she asked, how, how do you spell it? <laughs> I, was, I was almost like, <laughs> why didn't you? Because it was going to take too long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. 
gotta get this. J A. And she goes, Double R. Uh huh. <laughs> trying to hurt you. E. Double T. Double T. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So you didn't. You didn't even just go. Okay, it's J A double R. <laughs> no, I did. You did. Okay, good. And then I said E T T. I didn't do the. Double, I couldn't do the double, double T. T. I felt too stupid. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. <laughs> I wonder if she. Uh, <laughs> no, definitely not. If she was a wrestling fan, she would, uh, it's J A double R. It's like a secret handshake. Oh man! So, uh, so talk as Jericho happened with John Moxley. Yeah, so uh, Jericho and Moxley recorded a podcast apparently a couple of days before Double or Nothing. Yeah, and they were just holding on to it to to release it. How did uh, how did that that podcast start? Jericho like talking to the talking to the audience directly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember what he said? About recording it a few days before Double or Nothing? Yeah. Not not <laughs> not as well as you do, I think. Um, <laughs> Hold on. Mark, uh, do you remember how... Uh, no, I was trying to what? set you up. <laughs> I don't know what you were setting me up for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, the, that's a great point. Uh, yep. He, the, yeah, he said... Uh, <laughs> this is the Rough House podcast problem. <laughs> I'm going to turn on you soon. <laughs> I'm going to go full heel on you. <laughs> now, Jerrica, to start, before you started playing the interview, was just like, you know, um, I, we recorded this two days before Double or Nothing. I didn't know he was going to be there. I didn't know he was going to come out and do that. And then also he was like, and by the way, nobody's thanked me for Double or Nothing. All these people thanking each other. <laughs> The you know Matt and uh, what's the other uh, young buck's name? Nick, is it Nick? Oh, oh yeah, no, he's, yeah. He's like Matt, Nick, and Matt Cody, and yeah. Kenny are all thanking each other. Nobody's bothered to th- bothered to thank me. Yeah, including John Moxley, <laughs> who's got an ass whooping coming for him. But you know, I thought, all right, you know, for, uh, you're a journalist, so uh, so you got to play the. You know, he just he cut a promo. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, and the week before, he's he so much better. Cut a little. Me. He was he was <laughs> hyping up Double or Nothing, but still cutting a promo on Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> he's awesome. Oh, Jericho, yeah, of course. But man, he um, he must do his own uh, audio editing in that podcast because <laughs> <laughs> whoever does it, like, obviously rushes. Because like when he's like does the his commercials, it's like so obvious that oh yeah they think they're being smooth about <laughs> yeah. it. Like hold on before you tell me that amazing story, John. I want to tell you about it's so Michael Cole. Well, well, it was like there was a little bit of a meme coming that came from it. People noticed that he's there was this thing where John Moxley's talking about how he was getting depressed. Yeah, at WWE and like like he just didn't want to do anything. He was just describing the symptoms of depression and then he goes yeah you know what i get depressed is when i uh can't get omaha steaks (laughs) (laughs) that's funny (laughs) 
Oh, man. I, I bet somebody got a lot of upvotes for that on Reddit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that what they get? Is that what they are? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, yeah, that's always wrestlers doing podcasts. But, um, not this one. No. <laughs> but it was really, uh, I liked how he started off saying that he's grateful for his time there. He goes, that being said, let's bury the company for the next two hours. And we're not going to recap the other podcast. You go listen to it. If you're listening to us, you're definitely Ron and Joy. Listen to that episode. Okay. You've listened to it. Yeah. That was so good. It was so insightful. Um, but I and it just basically validated everything that we said. We've been right all along. Thank you. Thank you. Where's our thank you, John Moxley? Oh, thank so. you for the journalists out there, the podcast journalists like the Midcard Mechanics. <laughs> Can you pause it real quick? Oh, jeez. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious and inappropriate. I'm glad it was edited out. You know what I had for dinner tonight? What did you have for dinner tonight? Omaha steaks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Enter the promo code Talk is Jericho for twenty percent off. Oh man, he retweeted the he liked a, a Roughhouse podcast. Tweet. <laughs> oh, you, those guys have really gotten under your skin. Yeah, they're like mm, Jericho liked one of our tweets. We're not going to bother to respond to yours. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Ugh. Yeah. My God. I'm so excited about wrestling, and it has nothing to do with the WWE. Well, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was the Moxley interview was great. Listen to it. There's there were some crazy things that he said. But definitely, you shouldn't hear it. Hear it from us. You should hear it yeah. from him. Like and a lot of it was just uh, thought, great, great yeah. like insight. Um, just like Gavin said, we were we were exactly right. It's it confirms everything that everyone already knows. Yeah, but um, it is. It just sounds like a batshit insane, uh, crazy fucking work environment. But it makes me so excited for watching wrestling from now on because. We're going to have competition for the first time since in, in, since since the WCW. Yeah. So that competition, unless it's all a work, <laughs> that competition is not going to come from the main roster. No, that competition is coming from NXT. NXT Takeover fifteen happened. Twenty five. Twenty five. Fifteen. Twenty five. Sorry. <laughs> Adrian's revenge. Right. <laughs> 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 oh god they might actually make it all the way up to rocky 25 <laughs> this right um oh so boy. uh um takeover yes 25 was, like i said yeah, perfectly takeover the first 20, time <laughs> takeover 25 to me was was wwe's response to aew oh it was so good the main roster is dead the main it's roster something else. That is nothing but... It's a thing for babies and diapers to watch. <laughs> it's a babies thing... and diapers who poop themselves and drink Mountain Dew. It's a thing for Proud Boys. <laughs> Proud Boys. I like my wrestling one way. Yeah. 
<laughs> AJ Styles has a fantastic blowout. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does. So, yeah, the main roster is dead, but NXT TakeOver 25 oh. was was the response to AEW. Now, I think <clears throat> I think it wasn't the official corporate response. It's like <laughs> It's like when um, the loudmouth. There are no pooper scoopers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like when <laughs> takeover is like when the the you know the outspoken athlete on the team says something that like really gets a lot of attention on in the sports media, and then the main roster is when the coach comes out to apologize <laughs> <laughs> for that outspoken superstar. That everyone pays money to see. So, like the 49ers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Barack Obama calls that one, apparently. Oh, good. <laughs> I learned that a couple weekends ago. So glad there's sleuths out there connecting those <laughs> dots. So, TakeOver was awesome. So great. TakeOver was, I feel, I really feel like. Ugh. That was that was Triple H being like, oh, okay, all right, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Vince isn't going to be around forever. So TikTok. Like, you know. God, he cannot know your role. Enough. Yeah. No, really can't. <laughs> but Triple H is definitely like that that was that know your was role? Is that yeah. What you said? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean he would say that. Yeah. But that was definitely the company. <laughs> That was him returning fire. But like John Moxley said in his interview, you know, Paul and Vince are ruthless businessmen. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if they want to fight that battle. <laughs> but then, then again, Shahid Khan has more money than Vince McMahon does. Oh, yeah. He's like an actual billionaire. <laughs> Yeah, he's not, he's not a Trump billionaire. Yeah, like Vince. <laughs> billionaire. Like, oh, wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, TakeOver was great, though. Oh, yeah. Vince and Trump are exactly the same kind of billionaire. I feel like um, NXT TakeOver New York was a little better, though. The fact that there's no public Me Too story about Vince McMahon, just like, there. how much did that cost? Hmm. You know, hypothetically. Well, we know that John Moxley got five hundred dollars <laughs> right. for his last, or seven hundred fifty dollars. That was five hundred. Oh, uh, five hundred for his last. Oh, then Jericho was like, "Remember when we got? They paid us seven hundred fifty dollars to do a house show in like Asheville, North Carolina, or something." Oh yeah. And Jericho was like, "Vince, I don't even get out of bed for seven hundred fifty dollars. If you're going to pay me that much, at least let me set up out back like Virgil or something like that." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I started thinking about like if does WWE do meet and greets for like all the old wrestlers? Yeah. They do? Yeah. At every event? Like every live I, event? Oh, I don't know. Every house show. Like so when we went to Ring of Honor, there was the meet meet and greet beforehand. We right. could have where we could have gotten in, but then we found out you had to pay extra money with each wrestler. Well, yeah, that, that's how they, that's how the wrestlers are able to, you know, they have no health insurance. <laughs> And they literally go out and destroy their bodies. So by going and buying an autograph, you're helping them. Like, here, you're going to need this because you're going to go out and and damage your body so I can have a good time. So here's 20 bucks. Sorry. Yeah. And then I just, yeah, exactly. Then I started thinking it about. Is a, it is a weird. It is the saddest life possible. Could you imagine? It makes me uncomfortable. You, 
They're like stand-up comics. Nobody. Except with their bodies. <laughs> but nobody likes people that much. Nobody can possibly like people that much to be like, oh, you guys know me for doing this thing, this wrestling, you know, for wrestling. I can't wrestle anymore because my body's broken down and I'm old. And now you guys are like, I, I'm sick of you. <laughs> <laughs> Just having to, or or no. It was so you like, would be a Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler. <laughs> having to be constantly reminded of something that you can no longer do. Oh, I was just thinking about when like you were, uh, for like a current wrestlers, the meet and greet at Ring of Honor for all the wrestlers who were performing. Well, yeah, but then I started thinking like. But you were thinking about like for well, the. Well, with WWE, uh, do they do that? You mean for the legends? Yes. I do know they, they, well, they do at a, mm, I and they do it for all their main roster too. But that's so fucking cruel for the legends because it's like, oh, because you're not even wrestling anymore and we're not even paying you any money. I'm I'm sure they don't get paid money to appear at the guest at the meet and greet. They probably they probably only get they're probably like lap dancers or like strippers where <laughs> they pay the house money. They pay the house a portion of the autographs that they sell. I guarantee uh, you that's how fucking that's how yeah. Vince does it. Ugh, it's like the app store. <laughs> it just got so it <laughs> It's like like they're the developers and Vince McMahon's Apple. <laughs> no, except uh, yeah, strippers. I just I started getting like really depressed and angry at like the thought that if that's true, if they have these retired wrestlers, they're and they're not paying them any money. Now, this is all pure speculation. Yeah. And they're but it's plenty of wrestlers have said that's the way it is. Okay, so so they're not getting paid, and they're just constantly reminded of this fucking traveling circus that caused all these problems for them now, and they see this billion dollar yeah. fucking traveling circus, and they're having to 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 feed themselves by selling eight by tens and taking pictures with yeah. people that are like, oh, I asked her if she'd kiss me. <laughs> well, Mark, they should have reached for the brass ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I fucking hate WWE. I really yes, hope. Yes, I know. They're... I really hope AEW <sighs> changes changes all of that for them because I I mean uh, they all right. There's such a dark side to the WWE that as a fan is you have to contend with. It's it's like you can it's they make it very easy to ignore. For, for you know, until like someone gets hurt or gets killed or or something happens, but it's um like it's the only game in town or was for so long. Yeah, and it's I love wrestling and watching AEW without its crazy zooms and. So I I Kat and I went to your wedding. So we saw you on your wedding day. Yeah, and then you were very happy that day. <laughs> And then we saw you <laughs> the day that we watched Double or Nothing. <laughs> and you were very happy that day, too. <laughs> now, I'm not saying you were happier on one day versus the other. <laughs> but I know wrestling is important to you. <laughs> I've known wrestling longer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, and 
So there's yeah, this dark side to WWE. Like, man, I just I feel fucking awful if that is like but I guess that is that's what they do. Super showdown this Friday from Jeddah in Saudi Arabia. So yeah. Yes, they're terrible. Uh, All right, so this is why I wanted to save the The WWE is a terrible company. This is why I wanted to save the main roster for last. Okay. So just to wrap up, take Take over. over. God, there was so much. Mauro Ranallo. I uh Mara Ronaldo is great. Beth Phoenix is really good too. Yes, I was really impressed. Yeah, she super great. She was awesome. They really focused on the fucking matches. Oh, they did. It and was sold the matches. It was great. They both did. Shayna so Baszler did, well, and who was Nigel? Oh. Was it, who was? Oh, Nigel name? McGinnis is so good. Yeah, he is. He's awesome. But he wasn't the third, was he? Yeah, he was. I think so. Yeah. It definitely wasn't Drake Maverick. <laughs> they only keep but so many British people around. You know what you were saying? Shayna Baszler and Io Shirai yeah. had a fucking great match, but oh. I feel like they were like, oh, j- just you fuckers wait for our final match. Like, yeah. I feel like that match was just like, oh, God. It was just a complete fucking teaser. It was great. It was awesome, but I feel like it was just a complete fucking teaser for whatever is the, the last chapter in that program. And it's going yes. to, that one's going to be. I, I've I've already booked that into the match of the year. <laughs> I love how you could just watch NXT takeovers and follow the stories because yeah. the it's the main culmination of each chapter is at one of is at a takeover. But you can also watch every week and you can like there's little side stories to it and you can get more nuance out of it if you really want to. Plus fucking great wrestling for one hour a week. It's like a dream. Man, I need to start watching it. And yeah, got it. It's so the the golden yellow brand, the golden I've, yellow, golden black brand. <laughs> I've noticed since Double or Nothing, I've been I've been wanting to watch more wrestling. Me too, but different wrestling, well, not main we'll, roster. We'll get to that. Uh, Velveteen Dream is j- just I I fucking love him. He is yes. so great. God. Just everything about him is fucking perfect. And I think. That it's the uh, a perfect place for Tyler Breeze. I, oh he's yeah, he's come back. Yeah, it feels like he's just it's gone. It's a whole different world. Yeah, it is so much of that same vibe of AEW. Like I that. hope Fandango joins Tyler Breeze in NXT. Yes, because fuck the main roster. Yeah, it's like this weird. <sighs> so let's get to it. God damn it. Well, hold on. Was I'm sorry. Adam Cole versus Oh god, Adam Cole's entrance. John Yes. All right. I Adam Cole's entrance was fucking great. And at one point, um it was right no, right after he was done with his entrance. Oh yeah, it was the Adam Cole baby with the yeah. whole crowd just shouts yeah. their you know, Adam Cole baby. He just looks at the camera and goes, I love this fucking job. <laughs> He's awesome, man. He's fucking great. I, um, so I don't know, I don't watch NXT other than the takeovers now. And I didn't start watching the takeovers yeah. until War Games. Oh, you got so many good ones. Yeah. And so every single one has been that good. I, I mean, I've gone back and watched individual matches like Nakamura, Sami Zayn. Yeah. Nakamura's first match in WWE. Amazing. Uh-huh. A, a fucking amazing match. And Cat's like, I don't get Sami Zayn. And I'm like, that's because you haven't watched him wrestle Nakamura. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I haven't said that. I've never been able to figure it out, but that's why. That's why I like Sami Zayn so much, because of that match. That one fucking oh, match. 
Yes. It sold me on both those guys forever. They can never do anything wrong because I know <laughs> they both have just amazing talent and capability if they're just put in the right circumstances. Yes. And I felt the same way about uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks after their NXT Oh, match. yeah. So I, I've watched several of those, including like the Iron Woman match. Unbelievable matches. Yeah, that was that was great. That was fucking awesome. And they're just never given that kind of an opportunity to have a buildup to to a match like that. I know. It's so it's a shame. The main roster is a complete shame. It is. Um, but you have some other things you want to say about TakeOver. Vince McMahon's terrible, needs to retire, go do XFL or whatever. Get the fuck away from wrestling. <laughs> because it's it's never been more obvious that this is what wrestling is going to be. Do you think if- WWE is so outdated? If he was president, do you think he would still sit gorilla? (laughs) (laughs) He's putting smiles on faces. (laughs) The situation room would be gorilla. Oh, (laughs) jeez. He would never. The only thing he knows is how to be a carny. (laughs) Uh, Going back to talk as Jericho real quick. When they talked about how he's been doing that for like 40 years every day. Yeah. Live, breathe, and eat wrestling. He's like, a psychopath. Yeah. But like, can he even like turn it off? Can he no, even. It'll happen when he's dead. Can he even find passion for it anymore though? No. He's like, a, he's, he's dead on the inside. He's a, he's a wrestling zombie. He never had a snow day. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's a good callback. Nice. This is episode of 40. That was a callback to like one of the very first episodes. Yeah. Long, long memory. <laughs> blah, 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 one blah. might call me a Jedi. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else did we say about that? Oh, uh, I didn't know that this uh, Velveteen Dream tweeted. Oh, yeah. Follow that at AEW. Yep. And then deleted it. And then deleted it. Uh huh. <laughs> oh right, because they're not allowed to. Uh, they're not allowed to mention AEW. Oh, they're but 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 Sami Zayn in the electric chair. Oh yes, yes, that's right. Oh shit, are we gonna get into it now? Getting to WWE's. Is that what? Are we gonna start talking about the main roster? Unless you have anything else you want to say about Takeover. <sighs> it was amazing. It was just. Having TakeOver and Double or Nothing so close together was just such, like, this is what I want wrestling to be. But was Double or Nothing equivalent, if not better, (laughs) than TakeOver? Was it a TakeOver equivalent? TakeOver equivalent! (laughs) I think um, NXT is probably the closest competition to AEW. And I think AEW has something to aspire, a uh, level of production values to aspire to, for sure. But I think they have a plan for TV when it comes to this wins-losses thing that I'm really interested in hearing. I think they're going to try something totally different. Yeah. I don't know. Only time will tell. <laughs> it's going to be I already awesome. Bought a, I already bought a t-shirt. <laughs> so Another one? <laughs> no. Oh, no. I still just the one, but... Uh, let's face it yeah. i'm not buying any more wwe shirts i um i i will say this about the last thing for me about takeover i thought the crowd in new york 
was better than the crowd in Hart or Stanford, Connecticut. Oh yeah, Stanford, Connecticut always has terrible crowds. And I, th- I think it's because the crowd in New York. That was day one of WrestleMania weekend, so they were all fucking drunk and hyped for Mania weekend, going into Takeover oh, G One yeah. Supercard. 14 hours of WrestleMania. Plus Hartford, Connecticut, like I said, just (laughs) is always a dumb crowd. And you're also in New York City. So that crowd, but, um, I, so Adam Cole's entrance is my favorite entrance. I, I, I texted you like, it's so good. Like what are your favorite entrances right now? Who do you think is the best for me personally? I think it's Adam Cole because of that takeover New York, because the whole thing where he's like just standing there on outside the ropes and he goes, he points at his back and the crowd goes, boom. Oh, it was so fucking loud and it was so rednecky. It was fucking, (laughs) (laughs) it was, it's so fucking cool. This perfect combination of what wrestling is. Yeah. Oh, that's what a Roman leader is like. He does that and his army goes, Boom! And then fucking he says his name and everyone goes fucking crazy. Adam. Everyone says everyone his name. Everyone says it. Chant his name. Oh man, it's fucking wild. Yeah. So Favorite entrance. This is great at TakeOver XXV. But <laughs> if you are looking for the best Adam Cole entrance, TakeOver New York. Ooh, I'll have to go back and rewatch that one. And also equally as good, Velveteen Dreams entrance. And, oh, and, and take over New York. E-A-M. <laughs> I fucking love Dream. So good. Could you imagine Velveteen Dream and Sonny Kiss in a match? Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for more Sonny Kiss. Wait. I know. <laughs> Sonny Kiss during the Casino Battle Royal was. Favorite part. Oh, hands down. <laughs> Butts up. He was so great. And <laughs> this the smile on his face. Apparently, <clears throat> he he did an interview where he said that people think that AEW is just trying to shove a, a, a political agenda down people's throats. Ugh, I what, didn't realize what? that there is this fucking really? segment of the population that the wrestling fan population that thinks that. Wait, but that's a, not surprising. What is the agenda? <laughs> I, well, tolerance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Now, I have to be. I have to like everybody. Well, so he in this interview he was like. He he doesn't identify with this specific. Well, I don't want to misquote him, but I'm, yeah. as I recall it, he doesn't identify some with, red hat <laughs> with any specific gender, and he oh, also sorry. and his sexuality is fluid too. I think is what he said. So he's like, if you Wait, want to who? call me um, Sunny Kiss. Oh oh oh! I thought you were talking about the somebody complaining about. Sunny oh Kiss. no! F- well, probably, but isn't willing to accept it. Sure. Somebody <laughs> just a lot of repressed feelings. About right. Yeah. Somebody able to live. Sonny Kiss was making me have to real, really confront some things. <laughs> yeah. That makes me angry. So I'm scared. I, I guess if, if Sonny Kiss is receiving the criticism, then he or she, uh, because he said he doesn't identify with, with either one. Oh, fine to call him either one to know. I won't call him. He, uh, so he said that, um, uh, <clears throat> well, he must be thinking then that, if people are saying that to him as a criticism of AEW, huh. then he must be thinking that people are offended by his presence in a wrestling ring. If like they're equating his participation and um, yeah, and work with AEW as being part of a, an agenda, fuck those people. Yeah, fuck them. What is the agenda? 
<laughs> what's the what's the nefarious plot here? Right. It's like the people that get upset when Jesus. Mo- the Monday Night Football theme was changed. <laughs> oh, God, really? <laughs> yeah. They changed it? How dare they? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold this was a this is a, a data reference, but it used to be like Hank Williams Jr. I think. Oh right, like the what? yeah. And then he he did a lot of racist shit or something like that, and then they're like, ah, no, can't do that anymore. A lot of people got really upset, and then Hank Williams he's back. Well, people really hate it when a corporation takes a really bold stand, like saying, well, you know what? Maybe racism's bad. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Why well, you don't tell me? Them liberals can't tell us that racism's bad. Well, oh, oh no. <laughs> or like when a corporation does a house show in a foreign country where they're paid ungodly sums of money to perform and in order. they call it a WrestleMania equivalent. When yeah. the Saudi government asks them to refer to it as a, a WrestleMania, con- they're contractually obligated they bury, to refer to it as um, equivalent. A WrestleMania equivalent. They bury their own. It's like that scene show. in The Simpsons where they're the guy's selling knockoff TVs and like, no, no, it's as good as <laughs> a WrestleMania. <laughs> so, That's not a WrestleMania. No, 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 it's a Super Showdown. It's as it's equivalent. <laughs> it's as good. It's our second Simpsons reference tonight. Fuck yes, this is great. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so the main roster. Fuck. Ah, Before God. we get started, you asked me to remind you, you said you read something interesting about Raw. Or do you want to talk about that now or after we go through <laughs> um, the pain? I, I can make this all work. So Yes. <clears throat> quick recap. The double or nothing happens on a Saturday. Right. Monday night raw, WWE's first chance to respond. Yes. The very first segment. Brock Lesnar starting the Brock party where he comes out dancing (laughs) with his money in the bank briefcase. Yeah, with the one idea they had for him. (laughs) It was fucking terrible. Then 53 minutes later, Jesus, Shane McMahon starts the first match of the night against a jobber. God, it took them an hour to get to a match (laughs) against a fucking jobber. And seconds after the bell rung in the match, an AE dub chant broke out. <laughs> well, yeah. Then the following night on SmackDown. So then it was two more hours of that stupid nonsense bullshit. Right. Excuse me. That was where we had like Brock Lesnar was there all night. Yeah, I think he did like he did two or three segments. <clears throat> oh, God, it was just terrible. And then. Um. Then the following night on SmackDown. Oh wait, but the, that was also Sami Zayn in the electric chair. Oh yeah, where apparently it was an "Ask Me Anything" and an electric chair that was never sufficiently explained, and people were they had microphones in the audience and were asking questions. So and he was mocking people's questions and saying, you could have asked me anything. You could have asked me about AEW. Ooh. Yeah. So that's what. So you said earlier that um, they're not allowed to reference AEW, but that was a scripted part. And somebody backstage was Ooh. being like, it was fucking dumb. Like it was so dumb that they that they um, that they included that because they're just like shining a light on. Yes, of course. It's, when you're number one. 
you don't ever talk about number two. It's like if you're the number one brand in your region, you don't even in your industry, you don't acknowledge number two that they're too busy comparing themselves to you to try to get new customers. So the WWE's feeling a little heat. Yeah, God damn it! I'm sorry. I Ugh. I read this article on Forbes of all places Forbes. earlier today, and I was just See, life is wrestling, wrestling, and I was just trying life. to find it because it was on Bleacher Report, and then I thought it. Oh, if I just like exit oh. out of the app. Oh no! Then you go to the Forbes paywall. So I I went. Uh, so I just Google like Forbes WWE. There's apparently like four or five writers at Forbes that write about wrestling. What? <laughs> yeah. That's their full time beat. I don't That's know. That's amazing. But anyway, so um, what do you do? Uh, I work at Forbes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which? Uh, what do you do there? I write about professional wrestling. <laughs> when? Uh, so um, how'd you get that job? No idea. But I'm not asking questions. <laughs> Bleacher Report linked to this Forbes article or, or that I read earlier today about how Brock was advertised as past Monday night. So, so that was, that was the immediate response to double or nothing doing the Brock party. Then there was another Monday night raw, I think in between now and yeah, there's been three episodes of raw since we recorded the last, I think. Three? No, yeah. really? No, no, two. It just feels like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's yeah. It's been six hours of raw, not nine. Well, there were so many Brock segments that oh. it all, it felt like it was multiple episodes. Yeah. That counts as double time. So then, I guess Brock was so Paul Heyman tweeted uh, this past Friday that Brock was going to cash in his Money in the Bank contract on oh, Monday. Right. So then Monday happens. Seth Rollins gets beat up. Uh, gets beat up. Nobody comes out for the save. I thought Roman Reigns would come out for the save. He doesn't come out for the save. <laughs> no, I was. I, mean, I think I was thinking. All right. No, I think we, I think you texted me. Like, yeah. Is Moxley going to come back? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, then Brock comes no out. No Moxley to save you. <laughs> Brock comes out, beats him up some more, decides not to cash in the money in the bank, says he's going to do it Friday. Oh. Now, this right. Forbes article is basically like, that's stupid. Friday, the whole thing turned out to be a promo for yeah, the fucking for, Saudi Arabia show. Yeah. So the Forbes article is like, that's, that's stupid. Like, why would, you know, uh, it makes no sense. Like literally that story makes no sense. Uh Rollins was like laying in a heap in the middle of the ring. He could have cashed in, easily pinned him. Yeah. One, two, three, he's the champion. Right. It makes no sense to give him a chance to like it's He was just that's what I thought. You're you're beating the living crap out of yeah. him. Wait till he's like in a passed out he's a knocked out heap and then cash in and cover yeah. him. What's he gonna do? But the the main takeaway from the article that I wanted to talk about was uh, there was some period of time. I think it may have been like over four or five years stretch or uh-huh. something like that. The WWE only actually has and follows through on raw and SmackDown with their advertised matches, like 30% of the time. Really? So when they announced in advance, <clears throat> Brock Lesnar is going to cash in his money in the bank. Everyone fucking knows there's a 70%, at least a 70% <laughs> chance right. That that match is not going to happen. So when he doesn't cash it in, it's like, well, of course. The unlikely thing would have been that he would have had his first match on TV since 2004. Oh, my God. He hasn't had a match on TV since 2004? No. 
since a, a, a non-pay-per-view match. He's never match. done a Raw or a SmackDown. Nope. Not even a main event? <laughs> That's their premiere show. Surely. Right? Superstars. Maybe it was 2006. Something like that. That's amazing. Yeah. And also, I want to not show up for work since 2006 and get paid for it. And what we learned from the Moxley interview is it seems like Brock Lesnar's contract is for $10 million because Moxley was like, they kept offering more, offering me more money, but I was done. I wasn't going to accept it. Like it wasn't even about the money at that point. And he's like, it, it could have been, it could have been Lesnar money. It could have been $10 million. And I was like, oh. You just revealed what Lesnar money is. Oh, Lesnar money. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Lesnar money, I guess, is $10 million. And then... That sounds like Lesnar money. Fuck you money is $500. <laughs> yeah, when it comes from Vince. Yeah. I like that he's going to frame that check. Just keep <laughs> yeah. it up on the wall. That's right. That's the right thing to do. Oh, the fucking super showdown. I didn't even really... I didn't watch the Taker segments. No. I didn't watch Goldberg. I last skipped night. over him. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. care. The I whole don't thing care. Is so offensive. And it's gross. a fucking house show. Yeah, they're going to call it a, a, a WrestleMania. It's equivalent. a vanity show mm. for uh, a nation that decapitates journalists. Yeah, we got. Come on. Our 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 show's Twitter got uh, a tweet. So one night I I tweeted something about the Super Showdown. Yeah. I was like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. And I assume a, a gentleman that lives in Saudi Arabia uh, tweeted back. <clears throat> I assume he lives in Saudi Arabia because he or he's said, a bot. yeah, or he's a bot. A Russian he said, bot. oh, no, we're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to engage him because I wanted to be like, all right, you know, I, you like. No, you come visit our country <laughs> if you want to watch professional wrestling. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, you- Where women are already allowed to drive, <laughs> and we don't decapitate journalists. Right. You personally yet. probably don't decapitate journalists. You personally probably right. don't, you know- right. the, the people of Saudi Arabia didn't decapitate yeah. this guy. You don't imprison political dissidents. Oh. You may even listen to them. And, you know, have a civil conversation with You them. might even subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> but, you know, there's distinct differences in our cultures right. that makes it objectionable that the WWE is performing for such a large sum of money mm-hmm. in your country. If a company or a performance, if there was a, uh, 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 if New Japan refused to come to the United States because of our leadership, I'd understand. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's hard to engage in that in 140 characters. Right. They really created just a platform for nothing but fucking idiots. Yes. <laughs> it's up to 256 characters now, Mark. Oh, it is? Get with it. <laughs> you can really almost, you can complain. You can fit. It's just enough to fit a little bit more toxicity, but not enough <laughs> to add any value. Oh man! So yeah, the main roster is reply. So yeah, they the the Forbes article is all about how they they rarely actually did. Even have you the feel like Raw and SmackDown may have been a little bit more wrestling oriented no. this week? No, I didn't. It was fucking. It felt like in the maybe I skipped over a lot. Oh, this week, this week. Um, no, when they're doing a Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley oh, right. arm wrestling, arm wrestling. match. You're right, because it felt like all they were doing was promoting the hell out of the Super Showdown and trying to minimize and play down the fact where it was. 
Jetta yeah. is like was like kind of whispered twice throughout it's the whole episode. Still trying to give It's the, a WrestleMania equivalent. I want to tell you where it is or how to go there. Yeah, except the man's not going to be there. Or yeah. Or any of the or any Kevin of the, Owens. Yeah. Or Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Or Sami Zayn. <laughs> or um They're calling it a WrestleMania who else equivalent who when else declined. The the fucking women's roster isn't even oh, allowed. The entire women's it. roster. <laughs> Oh god, they're the worst. A WrestleMania equivalent with no women. <laughs> I guess that's Vince's dream. Is that equivalent? <laughs> See, it's equal. <laughs> Equality. <laughs> oh god. So yeah, oh. I think that I I don't know. There's God, l- I didn't even think about it that way. That makes it like even even worse. Yeah. I didn't even think fuck the WWE. So Oh, I don't know if I covered this two weeks ago. I um, resubscribed. Yeah, I think I did. I resubscribed to the network for Money in the Bank. Yeah. And then unsubscribed. So it's going to run out again. But I watched NXT TakeOver. I'm so conflicted. I love NXT, but I hate that it is a part of WWE. I I just saw this note you added to the show notes. I swear it's all ads for carnival food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was that? Oh, I have a whole... Do you really want... I can get into this if you'd like. Yeah. So I haven't watched Monday Night Raw live in a long time. I, I have a, one of the streaming services now. Man, I'm up sorry. Again. You really added a lot of notes. And I didn't look at them. Oh, that's, they're not good. I'm a dick. Um. No, so on that... <laughs> maybe I should blow those notes up. But, All right, so yeah, the carny, the carnival food. Yeah, so I haven't watched live Monday Night Raw in a long time. I've watched the Hulu edit, um, but I haven't sat down when it's happening live unless I'm like actually there live. So watching it on TV, it was really interesting to watch all of the commercials that come on Ugh, for Raw. God, I just terrible. didn't realize because on Hulu, are you kidding me? No, I pay the extra couple of bucks a month to get <laughs> commercial free. Oh, limited commercial interruptions is too many commercial interruptions. <laughs> in, up here in, in in my tower, there shall be no commercials. I feel limited commercial interruption is so patronizing. Yeah, like, limited oh, commercial. You're making it, it a point to tell me you're only selling me a little bit of bullshit? I didn't subscribe to Hulu until they made it possible to subscribe to Hulu for a little bit more money without commercials. <laughs> Like that is worth it to me. I will happily pay for no commercials. So to my horror, I'm watching Monday Night Raw. And and also Hulu, they give you that 90 minute edit. So they cut out 90 minutes of bullshit immediately. And that's before you start fast forwarding through promos to get to matches. Well, you still have 90 minutes left. So. I, no, not if you fast forward and you're trying to watch matches, you can get that thing down to a tight 15. Um. Anyway, so I hadn't watched it live in a long time, and every commercial was like for fried food or for candy or for like it was like sweets or fast food. Yeah. And I guess you're right. Diabetes medicine. There was an ad for here. I had actually words. Then where did I put the notes? Yeah, it was all like ads and i was sitting like i'm watching this fucking carnival program <laughs> and in the commercial breaks it's like i'm wandering through the food stalls of the carnival and everything's deep fried 
and horrible for you, but brightly colored and everything's flashing and people are yelling at you. And at the end of it, they're saying like, yeah, so anyway, here you have type two diabetes. Uh, here you should take this medicine. And here is what they said that this commercial had very little at the beginning about like, this may help you with your type two diabetes. Uh, they had about maybe five seconds saying who, what this is and who it's for. And the rest was side effects. But one of the things that they said, one of the fucking most scummiest things I've ever heard, although not for weight loss, it could help you lose weight. <laughs> that is a quote from this ad. <laughs> How fucked up is that? And they're adver- it, one of their advertisers for the WWE. Also, uh, uh, symptoms of a serious allergic reaction include rash, swelling, Difficulty breathing or swallowing. Stop at, stop taking and seek medical help right away. Tell your doctor right away if you have red color in urine or pain while you urinate or a genital area infection, since a rare but serious genital infection may be life-threatening. What? This is for diabetes? <laughs> Tell your doctor you're ready today. This is for diabetes? <laughs> Yes, for a type two diet from eating all of the fried crap they advertise, you Jesus get the diabetes, Christ. and then you take your diabetes medicine that gives your genitals an infection. Did you watch uh, John Oliver this past weekend? That's Monday Night Raw. No, I didn't. His uh, his monologue, the long monologue, was about medical device implants. Anyway, my my whole point of that was fucking carnies selling <laughs> carny food during the carny show. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. And it was just like, it was a moment of just profound disgust. I interrupted. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You didn't. There was nothing. And and then I, and I finished that up by saying uh, uh, AEW, and I'd even say to some degree NXT, is to the WWE what the Baltimore Museum of Art is to the Maryland State Fair. <laughs> yeah, the BMA is Gertrude's. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> when we were at the state fair, there one of the things I thought was like, I bet there are a lot of wrestling fans here. <laughs> just, yeah, I saw a lot of John Cena shirts. It's gonna be a lot of WWE fans. Yeah, eating corn dogs. A lot of the people there are like that. AEW thinking about talking to their doctor about that diabetes medicine. <laughs> my the- dick burns, and that AEW <laughs> is pushing this queer agenda right. down my throat. <laughs> So it's true. AEW is an alternative, and I want that alternative (laughs) desperately. Sir, uh, can you tell me what's bothering you? (laughs) Where do I start? Well, first, my dick burns from this infection I got from my diabetes medicine from eating all the carny food that Vince McMahon shoved down my throat. And then you got this wrestler that just falls asleep in the middle of a match. He just comes out and he lightly kicks somebody. I don't get it. What is this? What this this isn't wrestling? And then I see this thing on the internet. I see this sunny kiss. What <laughs> is going on? What? But I stopped breathing two nights ago. Uh, but I did lose a little weight. <laughs> I have lost a little weight. I do have some rash and swelling, <laughs> and I do got a little bit of red color in my urine. But, uh, uh, Doc, I, I do need to keep losing that weight because I have a new Brock Party t-shirt coming to my house. I'm losing weight, <laughs> but I got to clear up this genital infection. 
<laughs> oh, God damn it. Fuck. Why do we like wrestling? Uh, well, because... Uh, no, that's the thing. I love wrestling. I hate all of this shit that is, like, dripping off of it. Like, yeah. old sauce. AEW show just cannot start fast enough. I know. Who's it Soon gonna... enough. It's going to be the same advertisers. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Basic cable advertisers. It's going to be worse. Well, I want a way to stream the shows commercial-free. <laughs> yeah. I don't want you guys to make money. <laughs> No, I'll pay you for the for the privilege. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are my only notes about Raw. <laughs> um, uh, what else? Uh oh, where am I? Oh, there's my beer can. Oh, thank goodness! <laughs> I was like, shit. The only note I have for a SmackDown from last night was uh, at least it's only two hours long. <laughs> a lot of Kofi Kingston. Man, that Which was is, uh, oh yeah, that was a really cool video package of him in Ghana. I, I saw some of the pictures yeah, that right. he was posting online. That sounds <laughs> what? How cool that must be to go back to the country you're from and yeah. to get that kind of a hero's welcome at the airport. I had heard that he was visiting Ghana, and I was just like, oh come on, how many Ghanaians watch WWE? Like how? Uh, it's almost like well, you've underestimated. I clearly of, did. Yeah. And they were just like, you know, you're uh, you're our champion. It was it was very moving. And it was just like, oh man, it was so cool. You guys have no idea that he is not going to be the champion. Much oh no! <laughs> oh. Vince does not value that market. No, fuck him. No, his buddy, uh, um, WWE Hall of Famer slash current president of the United States. Once referred to it as a shithole country. Yep, that he did. That is a thing that happened in real life. That's not a funny thing. That's not a thing I'm happy that happened. That's a thing that happened in the world we live in. Let's all just take a moment to think about that. Now that's funny. So since we're we're ending, uh, uh, this was a long one. There was a lot to get to. <laughs> Two weeks of action-packed wrestling times. So episode of forty. So since forty uh, episodes, I know it's crazy. Since we just referenced um, Hall of Famer and President Donald <laughs> Trump <laughs> in a moment of WWE says Hall. He's the from the Hall of Fame wing of a cesspool. <laughs> uh, it, in all seriousness, because there's sometimes it's fun to joke around about that. Other times it's not. <laughs> so since we're being serious. Yeah. In all serious and serious, all seriousness, 40 weeks. This has been uh, just about the highlight of, of my week every week. Oh, me too. <laughs> it's been nothing but fun every fucking moment. Even when, uh, you know, our jokes fall flat. <laughs> There's not a moment. When, when, what? I know. It's what? it's rare when that happens. But what you're talking about. It's, uh, this has been so much fucking fun. 
uh, I can't. I look forward to doing forty more, and then maybe stopping. Yeah, that's <laughs> no more than that. Ugh, can you imagine the eighty episode? Episode an eighty? Episode uh, eighty? Episode <laughs> eighty? No, if it gets eighty, we obviously have well, to get hundred. Well, cheers. 100. Yeah, cheers. But it didn't sound like anything. <laughs> yeah, cheersing a metal a can against a glass with another. That's a mid card mechanic moment. <laughs> that sums it up. <laughs> really sums it up beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the story of my life. Man, I am excited about wrestling. And I am for the first time in a long time that uh, I'm, I'm still going to... I don't know why. I'm like excited to watch what the WWE does, even though I hate the WWE. What's wrong with me? Oh, uh, dude, if it, if it was not When can this- I cut the WWE out of my life? Oh, if it wasn't October. for NXT. October? Yeah. Hmm. Well, we uh, we can stop referring to the WWE as WWE and just refer to NXT. Oh, so it's like, well, I like Woody Allen's movies. <laughs> just not Woody Allen. I, I just, there's so many wrestlers at NXT that I hope never get called up to the main roster. They're, uh, Woody Allen's doing a new movie and people are looking at uh, as people, uh, when men are accepting roles with Woody Allen movies, they're saying, huh, that's a bold choice. <laughs> So I think maybe that'll start happening with the WWE. Like, oh, you signed with the WWE? That's a bold choice. <laughs> if it was not, do you for- think this like turns the spigot off for NXT? Mm. Well, I don't. I don't really watch NXT anyways, and they do what four takeovers a year. I'd be fine watching those with somebody else's house that subscribes <laughs> to the network. <laughs> or we can take turns. I guess I guess the no. I'll, I'll come over to your house. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not getting rid of the network. <laughs> uh, well, I, I really th- if it was not if if we didn't I already do this- gave Sinclair <clears throat> broadcasting, I already gave those Nazis a year's worth of money. <laughs> I feel bad enough about that. It's uh, if it wasn't for this podcast, I would have stopped watching wrestling this past year. It is so hard to watch wrestling with a clean conscience. <laughs> it's been really bad too. It has been. The wrestling's no, been would- bad. The story's been terrible, and then the. The the Saudi Arabia stuff is just like, oh, that's tough to swallow. Like it got, it's gotten too real. Yeah, it's like I don't like that. Uh, there's Keurig cups in my office. I feel really bad about that. <laughs> Not, <laughs> but I still what, do. You, you feel I still is it have like one the same day. level of guilt? The Keurig cups in your office every day, and giving Vince a, ten dollars a month when he has a, pay, a WrestleMania oh, equivalent in Saudi Arabia. It's a much higher level of guilt with a Keurig. Yeah. It's fucking trash everywhere, man. <laughs> As my nephew would say, the earth is very sick. No, he doesn't. No. How old is he? Six. Twenty-seven. <laughs> Six. Oh, poor buddy. He doesn't even know how yep. sick. God. I know. It's hey, terrible, dude. man. Listen, sorry. Can't even have a real conversation about it because then Republicans are like, oh, you want to take our hamburgers and cars away. <laughs> You're part of that agenda where you want us to you want us to have clean air and watch Sunny Kiss on wrestling TV. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great world. You know WWE now sells the Daniel Bryan Jesus. Championship replica belt. Oh, now they do. Yes, it's the antithesis. <sighs> oh, wait, they what sell- it represented. Wait, the- <laughs> so it's a mass marketed version made yes. in China. <laughs> Probably, probably Bangladesh. Probably not even oh, China because right, of the tariffs against yeah. championship belts. 
Um, oh, fuck. Probably Ghana. No, yeah. I want one of those just for the irony. <laughs> What's that? Oh, I don't have time to explain it to you. <laughs> but trust me, the irony is delicious. All right. Well, I guess that's 40. Oh, holy shit. <clears throat> 40 more. And we can then, do 40 more. Yeah. And then no more. And the Rough House podcast doesn't realize they have 40 episodes of just Ugh. straight pipe bombs against them. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> 40 hour, forty episodes from now, we'll have taken them down. <laughs> we might be up to 23 Twitter followers. All right. I got to start working on like search engine optimization and like keywords <laughs> and see if we can get more people to find us from like searching. Yeah. I think we probably need to talk about if, if we're if, like promoting it in, at all. If it continues that nobody listens to this. Yeah. Like we just, might have to pull the plug. Maybe <laughs> we just have friends over and we can do it live. Yeah, I feel like when we do hang out, Kat and Sophia get annoyed because they're like, "Oh, they're doing the podcast right now." <laughs> well, it's an amazing podcast. <laughs> All right, the best. That was a pretty good one. That was a good one. Can uh, can can we can, can we put it down? Can we can we just kill can we, the can we kill the dying horse for episode of forty a, a 40. parting gift a parting gift yes a parting gift I want the sweet stuff oh <laughs> one moment please. Faithful listeners, <laughs> there's a harsh reality that when a horse comes up limp, sometimes you just have to put it down. <laughs> and the main roster came up limp. Oh. <laughs> and my metaphor for putting down the main uh-huh. roster is to put down <laughs> Double J. Oh, is this Jeff the, good, the goodbye? And the sweet music. That's J E. Oh. Double F. The end of an era. J A. Double R. Mm-hmm. E. 